What is up, my fellow Americans? We are back at it again with another episode of Time Out with Tony. I'm your host, Tony. By when I say Americans, I mean how am I you? Um, um, yeah. See, this is kind of awkward now because I'm not a lot of my fan, a majority part, not majority part. But I'd say like a good ten percent of my fan base, or not fan base, or our audience is uh let's see what is it it's from isn't really american so as far as i'm concerned it's 92 percent american um one percent from the uk one percent from israel one percent from denmark australian german irish swedish singapore i don't know how you pronounce um a noun uh japanese and even people from peru so that's cool i guess i guess yeah anyway ladies and gentlemen we are back at it again with another episode of time out with tony and um i feel like i already said that so i don't know what to say now um i'm gonna keep this short i mean the short this intro short and sweet um like my uh, <laughs> male genital area i'm just kidding it's uh it's more of anyways um <laughs> um instead of the, instead of focusing on our mainstream uh on mainstream um movies uh i'm gonna we're gonna take a little bit of a um, step to the side and go a little bit into independent films um it'll be just for this episode i don't know about the next one but definitely for this one um we'll be going independent uh and um what we're gonna be reviewing today is the independent independent film good time now a lot of you guys have not heard of it if you're a robert pattinson fan then you may have heard of it before or if you watch netflix then you may have also heard of it before i definitely did not hear this until a fan i'm not a friend a friend uh a friend of mine suggested it i don't know if you guys have seen it before but um i don't know i want to say like about a month or two no maybe even three uh on our story um at timeout underscore with underscore Tony podcast. Um, on our IG story, we posted a section where you could say, we could type in your, um, what's the word? Where you could type in your suggestions. I, at the time I was running on a, on a writer's, on writer's block and I didn't know what to plan out. And so I did. And so I thought, Hey, you know what? Why not reach out to people on social media, you know, asking for their suggestions. And that's exactly what I did. Um, what was I saying? Um, yeah, that's exactly what I did. And a good friend of mine, Jason, he suggested, uh, this movie, good time. And I thought, well, I've never heard of it before. I should probably do my research on it, make sure it's on Netflix, make sure I could actually watch it. If not, maybe I should rent it. And so I did some searching, and I saw that it was on Netflix. Now, uh, the thing is, I'm not really sure if this is the only movie out there called Good Time. It may be, it may not. Either way, I watched it. I loved it. And we're about to review it today. Um, so, yeah. Before we begin today's episode, I want to take a quick minute and thank you guys so much for the support. Again, couldn't be more uh grateful for you guys um yeah it's pretty much it all right ladies and gentlemen without further ado let's get into today's episode kick back relax crack open a beer soda or open a water bottle i know i got my uh beverage here it's uh water inside of a mason jar just a 
Oh yeah, that's good stuff. And uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk. You know, I'm ready to talk. You ready to listen? You better be. You probably left by now. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get into it. This is good time. Right off the bat, you could hear this is an independent movie. Um, all right. So for this review, so for those, uh, before we do get into a review again, um, what was I saying? Yeah, it sucks when you lose train of thought. For those of you new to our podcast, here's how it goes. First off, we go a little bit of into a premise. Then we go into the plot itself, give it our rating, give it our, our opinions, and then go a little bit behind the scenes, look at the production and how it did at the box office, or in this case, how it was received by critics. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. So for those of you that do not know, which is everybody, Good Time is a 2017 American crime thriller film. It was directed by Josh and Benny Sat. Okay, see, now we're off, we're off to a bad start. Um... Safdi, Safid, Safid, Safdi, 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 is that how you pronounce it? I need to, to, to these folks, I do apologize. So, so I'm just going to go straight off the bat and already ruin this shit. This shit. Uh, it was directed by brothers John and Benny Sad, Saf, Safdi, Safdi, Safdi. Directed by Josh and Benny Safdie and was written by Josh Safdie and Ronald Bronstein. It stars Robert Pattinson as a bank robber who attempts to free his developmentally disabled brother from police custody after he ends up in the hospital. Bark, Barkhard Abdi, Jason, Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, already, already we're off to a bad start, you guys. <laughs> I have these names I can't even pronounce. Okay. <clears throat> Barkad Abdi, Jason, Jesus Christ, I'm dyslexic. Barkad Abdi, Jennifer Jason Lee, and Buddy Duress co-star. The original soundtrack was composed by electronic musician One Oth. Jesus, okay, guys, this is really tough for me now. Half of these names are fucking hard to pronounce, and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. The film was selected to compete for the Palm Door. In the 2017 Cannes Film Festival main competition section and received critical praise. So basically, again, independent. All right, the plot. Let's get into it. Our story opens up on Constantine Nikas, or better yet, known as Connie. Yes, I know. Anyways, this Connie Nikas fella, um, he's basically a new uh, a bank robber, right? He's a bank robber, and he removes his developmentally disabled brother, Nick, from a therapy session at the insistence of Connie. The two then end up robbing a New York City bank for $65,000. They almost escape, but a die pack explodes in the money bag while they're, getaway car, while they're in their getaway car, 
and uh, basically it causes the driver to crash. Connie and Nick flee on foot, washing the dye from their clothes and hiding the money inside of a Domino's pizza uh, restroom. You see, right off the bat, you can see this guy's fucked. <laughs> okay, now I'm not, um, what's the word? Now I'm not a professional bank robber or anything, but taking your disabled brother to a robbery and having him be your partner is not really a good idea. It 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 isn't. Who does that in the first place? They're disabled. That's just putting it out there. Just putting it out there, guys. Um yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> they hide their money inside of a Domino's pizza restroom, and as the two walk on the street, they are stopped by the cops. Nick panic, panics, and he runs and is and gets arrested while Connie narrowly escapes. The, the, the only way Nick got arrested is because while running, he went right through a fucking glass screen. Like, he was running, he tripped, and wha-pow! He broke, he broke the glass. Anyways, Connie attempts to secure a bail bond with the stolen money, but so much of it has been ruined by the die that he needs 10000 more to get out of jail. He convinces his girlfriend, Corey, to pay with her mother's credit cards, only to learn that her mother has canceled them. Connie learns that Nick has been hospitalized after a fight with an inmate. Uh, as you can see, the, the, the jail he gets, he gets thrown in, it's, it's not really nice. I mean, it is New York. Um, people are a lot more... Um, What's the word? People are a lot more, um, let's just say, uh, no, that's a bad word. Uh, you, they're more um, creative with how they commit their crimes. For Florida's the most creative, if you ask me anyways. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. Um, Anyways, he gets thrown into the jail full of black men, full of the innocent black men that Kamala Harris has uh, thrown in. Hey, you see what I did there? Political joke. Don't get me wrong. I don't like Trump either. So, again, if you guys have heard, if you guys listen to the Jurassic episode, you'll hear that I'm not really of the age of voting. I don't like Biden nor Trump. Okay, so. But you got to admit it was a good Kamala Harris joke. Biden supporters are going to be on my ass now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> you gotta admit it was kind of smart. <laughs> Anyways, um. What was I saying? Oh, right. He learns that his brother has been hospitalized after a fight with an inmate, and he goes to the hospital and breaks out the unconscious and bandaged Nick via an Axis ride bus. Axis a ride bus, you know, those bus where they put the disabled and the sickly in wheelchairs and they take them to their homes. Anyways, afterwards, Connie convinces a woman from the same bus to let them stay in her house with their 16 year old granddaughter, Crystal. Get this in mind. Keep just keep this in mind. She's 16. Uh, while they watch TV, the news shows photos of Connie in order to distract Crystal. Connie uh, basically kisses and makes out with her and uh, well, basically distracts her. He takes her to a room and he starts making out with her. Step away from the child. She is only 16. Step away from the child. Sir, we see you pulling off her shirt. Sir, we are literally two inches away from seeing your tits. Put her sweater back on. You know, when you're making these kind of films, you might not want to promote pedophilia. Anyways, um, Jesus Christ. 
anyways, they start making out, and uh, yes, he's he's literally going into third. He's going to third base with his girl in her room. Like he has her, he has half her shirt lifted off, and uh, basically, uh, uh, well, luckily it comes to stop. They hear screams from another room, and Connie walks in and realizes that the man he broke out of the hospital is not actually Nick, but a man who was recently released on parole, a man named Ray. Connie, Ray, and Crystal drive back to the hospital in Crystal's grandmother's car. That was long to read. Uh, anyways, they find that the hospital entrance is, is entrance has been swarmed with police. They stop at a white castle where Connie sends Crystal to place an order. Ray explains to Connie the last thing he remembers before waking up in the house. He says that Ray, who literally had been released on parole two days earlier, was had joined his friends in hustling LSD in an arcade after being released from jail. They ended up fleeing after one of them robs a store of cash. They fleed, uh, I mean, they fled to, to the Adventureland Amusement Park where they hid the money and a Sprite bottle containing the LSD before everyone uh, except Ray got by the co- got caught by the cops. Eventually, Ray got into a ca- taxi cab, the driver of which threatened to take Ray to the local precinct for not having any money, forcing Ray to jump out of the moving vehicle, and he ends up injuring himself. And that's how, that's, that's how he woke up at the hospital. Uh, anyways... Connie convinces Ray that they go to Adventureland and find the money. And Crystal stays in the car, but once they arrive outside the... And, I mean, sorry. Uh, Crystal stays in the car once they arrive at the park while searching for the cash. Ray finds the bottle of LSD just before they are discovered by Dash, a security guard who had called the cops upon noticing the two break in. Ray is briefly detained until Connie ambushes Dash and beats him unconscious. Boom, boom, boom. Pow, pow, pow. Meat, beat, meat, beat. As the cops arrive, Connie dons Dash's uniform and Ray pours some of... Uh, the LSD down Dash's throat to make him incoherent. Jesus Christ. Connie convinces the police that the guard was the intruder and destroys a hard drive. Uh, it destroys a hard drive containing security footage. Police find Crystal waiting outside and they take her into custody. See, kids, this is why we don't trust random ass dudes that, that knock on our door and ask if they could stay the night. Uh, Ray and Connie break into Dash's high-rise apartment. It's, it's a really not, I wouldn't say nice, nice apartment. It's just one of those, yeah. and he has, like, big bottles of, like, cognac and, like, that expensive good shit. Um, anyways, they go to Dash's high-rise apartment where Connie insists that Ray call his criminal friend, Khalif, to bring back the LSD so he can get a share for the bail money. Ray begins questioning Connie, who in return tells Ray that he is a leech on society. When Khalif arrives, Connie demands $15,000. Khalif agrees, but the only reason why he agreed was because there was a gigantic pit bull ready to, ready to attack him, and Connie's the only one that can control him. Uh, and it just so conveniently happens to be a blind pit bull who smells Connie's sweater. Connie has a sweater of Dash, who's the owner of that apartment and the owner of that dog, so the dog believes that he's talking to, that he's with Dash. Just so happens to be a blind dog. A blind dog. A blind dog. Okay, anyways. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> you, guys, you guys are like, what the fuck is this guy on? He's tweaking. Hey, man, by watching this movie, I got tweaks, bro. All that LSD going into that guy's throat. Anyways, <clears throat> what was I saying? Hmm... All right, 
Connie demands $15,000. Khalif agrees, at, but gestures to Ray that he will retrieve a firearm instead. Sensing something is suspicious, Connie flees with the LSD, but gets caught by the cops outside of the building and gets arrested. Spotting the LSD bottle fall out of Connie's bag, Ray calls Khalif and informs him of its location as two more cops arrive outside the apartment building. I mean, just the, out, the, the apartment, the apartment itself, the door. Anyways, Ray comes climbs outside to escape, to attempt to escape but instead ends up tripping and falls to his death. SPLAT! After Connie takes responsibility for his crimes, Nick joins a therapy class and participates in a group activity as a credited role, and that, my friends, is good time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the rating. On a scale of 1 to 10, we give good time a rating of... A 9 out of 10. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We got to give it a 9 out of 10. Almost the second highest the second highest score. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We're giving it a complete 9 out of 10. Why, you may be asking. Well, let's get into it. For starters, the reason why we give it a 9 out of 10 and not a 10 out of 10 was, well, because there are a few... There are a few um, points... Uh, plots, plot holes throughout the movie um, that and we didn't really get much closure on the other characters like we never saw hey whatever happened to crystal I mean yeah sure she got taken to police custody and we're left for ourselves to figure that out again most people don't really like that where they have to figure this shit out after a movie ends but we could just assume that she probably ended up uh, probably in well hmm I don't know depends if it wasn't her first time being taken into custody, then she probably would have ended up in juvie. I don't know, maybe gotten like what a month or two in the, in the child penitentiary. But if it was a first strike, she probably would have been let off with a warning, maybe on probation. I don't know. Things were di work different. I think here in California, if you're a minor and you get arrested, I think maybe they, they give you what? Uh, I don't know. I think. Well, I mean, there have been a few kids in my school that have been caught with possession, some of them more than once. Uh, just a few of them have gotten uh, citations. Um, a few of them have gotten... I know one of them got probation, so she probably would have ended up with probation. That's that's my guess. Uh, yeah. Um, also, we never really discovered what ha knew what happened to Khalif. I mean, we just saw him leave the building to go get a firearm. Um, he got a call from Ray who said the bottle fell out of the building and that's literally all, all he knows. Just, oh, my buddy went to go get the, the bottle. Um, next thing you know, his, his buddy's dead and he comes back. He probably, he most likely got arrested as well. Probably. Or maybe he just kept his head low. Who knows? Um, so I assume that's what happened with Khalif. Let's see who else, who else? Um, the biggest ones that concern me out of all of them is Connie and Nick. Nick, for sure, probably ended up going to his therapy classes, living with his grandma, abusive grandma, sorry. Um, and, yeah, that's – maybe he continued living with her. Maybe he and fucking ended up snapping and shooting her. Who knows? Uh, Connie, for sure, is doing some time, maybe, I don't know, five, ten years, breaking it. I mean, he did rob a bank. He – probably possession or something no not possession i don't know probably just for sure breaking and entering um well i don't know anyways yeah i gotta give it a nine out of ten for 
no closure at the end of the movie. But to, get, to, to be fair, some people do like no closure at the end of the movie. Some people like being left on a cliffhanger. Uh, but that's only if there's a sequel. <laughs> and some just like being left in a cliffhanger in general. I, on the other hand, don't really like... I mean, yeah, sure, I've said it before. Past episodes, I do like cliffhangers. I do think they're fun. I mean, not fun, but uh, exciting. But, I mean, this is something that... I don't know, I can't, I can't express it enough. But, um, I don't know, this is just one of those movies where you don't want a cliffhanger. You just want to see what happens, you know? So I, um, yeah, I got to leave it at that for the cliff for the major plot holes too, major plot holes uh, in this movie, such as the whole um, leaving behind sixty thousand dollars worth of month worth of uh, the, I mean not sixty thousand uh sixty thousand in cash inside of a fucking pizza Domino's and never touching them again. How how the fuck does that even work? I don't know. Either way, there's a lot of plot holes that are left, uh, well, uncovered. So, yeah, unfortunately, 9 out of 10. Now, why did I give it almost the highest, the second highest score? Well, um, I really like the plot. The plot of a loving brother who tries to get, um, who tries to free his brother. Um... I as a as a bro as, as a brother myself, there isn't really something that I there really isn't anything that I would do wouldn't do. There isn't shit. How do I say this? As a brother myself, there's no limit as to what I'll. Well, there is some limit, but there's no okay. There's no basically no limit as to what I would do to my brother to get him free. Um, and then. And I really, really, really like those kind of stories, you know, where one cares a lot about his brother, cares for their brother, even if one of them's um, what, what, disabled. Uh, they they still help each other, and I really like those kind of narratives, uh, those kind of stories, you know, where where a brother tries to look out for another one, um, and and yeah, um, I like I like how how at the end Connie gets arrested. Uh, you know, it would have been a cliche if, if, if Connie would have gotten away with it, would have been a bit of a cliche. Um, but for some reason, I really like the ending where he goes, where he ends up getting caught and basically faces his, uh, he, he owns up to his own actions. He takes responsibilities for his actions. And, um, you know, I really like those kind of stories too, where at the end, you know, they go through so much, they... They stop. They have no limits as to what they're. There's no limit as to what they're doing. They just keep making it worse and worse and keep climbing up that ladder. Um, they keep. They, yeah, basically they keep climbing that ladder. And then when the jig, and then there they had. There's a point where the jig is up. You know, the the jig is up. You have to face the music and be at peace with it. That's one of the most interesting. That's one of the most the best plot. That's one. That's one of the best. Um, what do you call it? What you call it? One of the best narratives a movie can have. You know, you start off as a oh yeah, I'm a big guy, bad guy. There's there's no limit as to what I'll do. I'm evil, and then you get screwed over, and then you try to recover what you had. 
Yeah, I'll say that. Recover what you had, and uh, instead of helping thing making it better, you're making it worse and worse and even worse and even fucking worse and even worse and worse and worse until the point where you're like, you know what, man? I can't really do this no more. <laughs> yeah, those kind of stories. Um, but yeah, I um, uh, that's another one of the fav- one of the best um plot plot points plots whatever the fuck it is narratives there you go that's one of the best narratives this movie has um and yeah that's pretty much it uh so yeah uh not on top of that um i'm not really much of a robert pattinson fan i mean yeah sure i've seen him in that one harry potter movie i've seen him in i've never watched any of the twilight movies because fuck that um i've seen clips of Tanette looks nice looks good um i i hope to watch it someday maybe even review it here um let's see what else what else uh i can't wait to see his performance as as the batman Uh, i I, i've seen the trailer and i really liked it um who knows maybe he's got a a career as uh as batman who who knows so um yeah robert pattinson great actor uh, except for those, uh, ouch! Except for those crappy Twilight movies. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry about that, Robert. But um, those are just bad. Those were the shittiest, shittiest, shittiest movies I've ever seen. Even though I've never seen them. Fuck you. Yes. All right. Okay. Let's go into production. Production first began on July 9th, two thousand fifteen, when it was announced that Ben and the directors Ben and Josh. Safdie will direct a caper film titled Good Time. Um, they also announced that Robert Pattinson was attached to the star. Alara Pictures, uh, Alara Pictures is Sebastian Bear McLeod and Oscar Boyson produced the film, which Pattinson described as quote a really hardcore kind of Queens, New York, mentally damaged psychopath bank robbery movie. End quote. Jesus Christ. Principal photography first started in February of of 2016 and ended the following month. Uh, in in New York City, um, Unio Three's Point never provided the film score, which won the soundtrack award at the 2017 Cannes Film Festival. His work for the film included a collaboration with singer Iggy Pop, The Pure, and The Damned. The score was released as Unio Three's Point Never's eighth studio album in August 2017. The Safdie brothers also directed a music video for The Pure and Damned, featuring Robert Pattinson and Benny Satify reprising their roles. Uh, as Connie and Nick, respectively, as well as CGI stand-in for Iggy Pop. I don't know who the fuck Iggy Pop is. Who the, who the fuck is who the fuck is Iggy Pop? Oh, okay. Well, this guy looks extremely ugly. Jesus Christ! I'm sorry for any Iggy Pop type fans out there. I highly doubt you guys are, but yeah. All right. Anyways, in October of 2016, A24 acquired distribution distribution rights to the film. It was selected to compete for the Palm Door in the main competition section at the 2017 Cannes Film Festival. It began a limited U.S. release on August 11th, 2017, and expanded widely two weeks later. On review aggregator uh, website Rotten Tomatoes, the film has an approval rating of 92%, based on 237 reviews, with an average rating of 7.62 out of 10. The website's critical consensus reads, quote, a visual tree filled out by consistently stellar work from Robert Pattinson. Good Time is a singularly distinctive crime drama 
offering far more than the usual genre films, end quote. On Metacritic, the film has weighed an average score of 80 out of 100 based on 41 critics, indicating, quote, generally favorable reviews, end quote. Richard Brody, the New Yorker, gave the film a glowing review, calling it, quote, an instant classic crime in the age of Trump, end quote. I don't know what the fuck that means. And awarding specific race to Pattinson's performance, as well as Sadfi's directions, uh, Safdie, sorry, as well as the Safdie's direction and Sean Prince Williams' cinematography. Um, it's, again, it's received a lot of great reviews despite it not being making much at the box office. It had a budget of two million and made f- only four point one million at the box office, which I mean, yeah, sure, it doesn't look like a good, um, uh, good release. But again, this isn't really a, ma- a mainstream movie. This is something more like a like an independent film, you know, like those films that people submit at uh, film festivals, you know, like uh, the first Paranormal Activity that was that was that was an independent film. It wasn't really. It intended to be a um, it was really intended to be a mainstream film you know just a little side project but the popularity of it grew so much that it became an actual mainstream film and an entire film franchise i'm still talking about paranormal activity aren't i yes i am okay and uh yeah um but with this case this this movie was uh was an independent film stayed an independent film but fortunately, it was put on Netflix for the entire world to join. So uh, uh, enjoy, sorry. So that, that, that was really cool. Uh, they received nominations from Cannes Film Festival, Hollywood Music in the Media Awards, Gotham Independent Film Awards, Detroit Films Critics Society Award, Boston Online Film Critics Association Award, Online Film, Film Critics Society Award, San Diego Film Critics Society Award, Dublin Film, Seattle Film, Into Wire Critics Poll, uh, Florida Film Critics Circle Award, North Texas Film Critics Association Award, Houston Film Critics Society, Houston Film Critics Society Award, Austin Film Critics Association Award, Evening Standard British Film Awards, Satellite Awards, and Independent Spirit Awards. Um, they only won what is it? They only won Best Soundtrack for the Cannes and Hollywood Music and Media Awards. So, hmm. Um, but yeah, as far as the story for this movie goes, there really isn't much, um, uh, seeing as how it's an independent film and not really much, uh, happened throughout the movie, seeing as how the, literally the entire move, the plot took place between one entire fucking night, which again, I really love those kind of movies that take place throughout one single day because it's, I mean, it's crazy how, uh, things can happen, how, how much shit happens throughout a matter of hours. Isn't that crazy? I know, I know what I, 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 I say it is, but I don't know about you guys, but I, I think it is. Making that noise that you guys don't think that your earphones are lagging. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I literally watched it right before I started this review, so it's really all still fresh in my head. But before today, I had never seen the movie. Um, I never even heard of it. Literally, the only person in this production was Robert Pattinson, and don't get me wrong, Robert, and uh, don't uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, no, not that. I didn't mean to say that. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I really enjoy uh, Robert Pattinson's acting in independent films because he really embraces his his character. Um, what I really liked about the movie is like you know everyone's so used to hearing British. I mean Robert speak um, with his British accent. 
But here he's got a full-on New York accent. Like, okay, so I'll tell the guy. So I tell the guy. No, I think I'm getting it wrong. I don't know. Either way, he has a New York accent. And he's talking like that. And I really, uh, I don't know. I, I really like, I find it. I find it entertaining watching Brit people with British accents try to, well, not try, uh, talk in American accents. I don't know why, but I just really like it. Um, like Tom Holland, I really enjoy like watching him switch between his British accent and his American accent. Uh, Robert Pattinson, again, it was really cool trying to see, uh, watching him embrace like a New York type of attitude. Um, which also reminds me, I, I, I really want to visit New York. I, like all those guys walking down the street and all of a sudden, Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm just, we're just walking around here. And those guys have never met each other in their life before. And they're talking like, 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 Oh, it's just Ted from around the fucking corner, like type, type of guys. And I really, I really like that kind of setting. Like everyone's just, Hey, yo, how you doing? I'm just doing, I'm doing fine. You know, just trying around here. It's fucking cold. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If you talk like that here in California, you get shot. Um, I mean, you probably will in New York, but you know, the chances are at least the the chances are, are significantly reduced. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, hmm, there really isn't much to talk about here. This episode's like what thirty minutes long. I don't know. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that is pretty much for today's episode of Time Out with Tony. Yes, I know, sad, sad. But we got to wrap it up here. Um, once again, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, spread the word. You know, post it on your story. Tell us, tell people to go follow us. You know, give us a shout out at timeout with timeout underscore with underscore Tony podcast. Give us a shout out on IG. Unfortunately, IG is the only social media we run on now. If we get more followers, who knows? Maybe we might expand into Twitter and Facebook and all the other social media platforms. And... Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, special thanks to my friend Jason for suggesting this movie. Thank you. Th uh, thanks 100 for suggesting the movie. Um, really entertaining. I don't know how you found the movie. Um, but I'm glad you did. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much. And I'll catch you all in the next one. Take care. Stay safe. And uh, don't drink and drive. Good day. I've seen better days